Welcome to the Ages Comics of Alaska podcast, where we tell Alaskans what to put in their box at Alaska's comic book shop. I always wished I could do something better than comics, but there didn't seem to be anything. This is the Ages Comics of Alaska podcast, and now your hosts, Lou and Amy Joe. Hey guys, it is Lou and Amy Joe here. Hello, hello. So we are recording at Aegis Comics of Alaska here, letting you guys know that we're still alive up here in Alaska, trying to dish out these books. Before the weather starts rolling in, because we know we feel <laughs> fall in the air. And we are, before we uh, jump into uh, this episode, we got to give a shout out to one of our sponsors is... EGS, that's Expert Grading Services, which is our preferred grading service. Absolutely. they. If you're looking for something that is above the industry, for lack of a better term, norm, EGS is the one you go with. They've got the custom labels, the way he does his books, and well, your books for you, is just better, in my humble opinion. Today, for instance, we got all those books in. And there was the one that he color matched so perfectly to that book that it just, oh, it was just straight fire. And once again, you know, EGS, they provide you with those uh, certified grading notes. So mm-hmm. you know exactly. No matter what, what you're, you're getting, getting grading notes. And that is something that puts them above everybody so else. So you know exactly uh, why your book was graded the way it was. Mm-hmm. Gradings from zero, meaning your dog ate it, to <laughs> ten, meaning it just came fresh off the press. You will always know what you have with EGS. I seem like I rhymed that one, but I didn't really mean to. I mean, but uh, you meant to, but you didn't mean to. Yeah, so that's they, cool. <laughs> so uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about... Just like in superhero uh, storybooks, there's always an origin story. So we'll talk a little bit about our origin story, let you guys get to know us a little bit better. So uh, Some of you might have heard this before, but we figured for everybody else, we'll let you know how we came to be. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people that know us personally are like, the hell did you open up a comic book shop for? (laughs) I get that a lot. He did what? Yeah, it's what... It definitely, if you know me personally and know my background and you know Amy's background, this is far from what uh, we ever would have uh, dreamed of doing. And, you know, it is with our personalities, especially our alpha personalities, <laughs> it is uh, kind of a tough one in this particular industry because, number one, there's a reason why there isn't a comic shop on every corner of yeah. every square foot of the United States. And it's because uh, it's pretty tough to deal with a lot of these distributors. Uh, oh. Diamond Comics, I, I would fight them right now. I like would literally fight them right literally now. Literally every week that we pick up our order from them, it should come with a puppy, a bottle of wine, <laughs> and I don't know what else because there's there you need things to help you get through that because they make it so frustrating as a small business trying to do what we need to do. <sighs> And I wouldn't ever say no to more puppies. So there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, even aside from them, it, it, it is a, it's a challenging business. Uh, it's a challenging niche to be, you know, in this business because uh, 
uh, real quick. Our dog is yeah, snoring. I was like, here. if you hear her, so, <laughs> yeah, let, let's wake her up real quick. Zora, really? Good <laughs> lord, man. So we have this uh, uh, Frenchie, and these dogs <laughs> snore like it's out of control, man. And it's like she does it right when we start recording. Yeah, like she, she was knows. fine before this. She was yeah. literally not doing anything, and she laid on her back just while we started. <laughs> like, good lord, man. Does anybody know about a CPAP machine for for Frenchies? Because we will, we will buy one right now. She probably needs one. We don't want to. Oh, that dog. I remember when we first got her, you woke me up in the middle of the night because as as a puppy, we got her this really nice fluffy bed and we were like, this is going to be great. But she rolled on her back and you woke me up. You were like, look, babe, I was in the military. I lived in the barracks. Ain't no dude ever in the history of dudes snored as loud as this 10 pound dog. Man, that was facts. <laughs> that was facts. I remember being on deployments and not hearing people that snore that loud. We had ever. to get a noise, like a like a white noise machine just because the dog. That's crazy, man. I don't care where you were in the sandbox or, where there, or wherever you were. I, I've never heard any human being snore as loud as these Frenchies. And she... What's she weigh, like 20 pounds or something? Yeah, about 20 pounds. That's crazy, man. And she snores like a 300-pound grown man. Yeah, she, she puts ice road truckers, like, they they oh. definitely second place when it comes to her. Oh, no. I don't know if I could use that as an example. Some of those ice road truckers. Well, you work up on the slopes. You oh, see the real yeah. ones. The TV show ones. You know, They're, yeah. they, they, they separate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> they don't make it all the way up to Prudhoe. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> But uh, um, some positive stuff, man. Uh, uh, we we've really kicked off that YouTube channel, and we've been getting a lot of uh, props from the other, other creators out yeah. there, and other content creators. We really appreciate you guys, Reggie Collect, Streaming in the Basement, uh, the Lords, Lords of the, the Long Box. Box, man. Thank you so much, uh, Comic Tom. We just yeah. got the T-shirts in. For... Yeah, Comic Tom ain't shown us no damn love. Yeah, it's not. But, but we did buy his T-shirts when they got robbed. Were well, they robbed it wasn't or... him. It wasn't oh. him. It was a. Uh, uh, I'll keep it real here, man. It was a uh, Mill Geeks. They got broken into, and man, mm. what a shame, man. I, I, you know, Comic Tom is what it is, man. I'm not hating on him because he, you know, he's been in the game a long, long time. That's not the whole thing but it's not like he showed us any love no it's, like uh, like reggie no or not, not like reggie TiVo. or tivo or Otto from the grotto and nemesis, nemesis yeah, prime any of those we, guys who are we doing the thing with later uh, this week friday um we, we will be live with uh three men in the basement and we're really excited oh, about yo, that that's man. gonna be live pray for me yeah oh god no uh <laughs> Good Lord. No, uh, uh, with, with Comic Tom, uh, we ended up getting those shirts to help uh, support the repairs that they need oh, over there right. at, at his LCS. Uh, and uh, I'll put a link. It, I don't know that that shirt's still available, no, but it if it is, I'll put a limited run, I want to yeah. say. I was up at work when it happened, so that's why I'm only half understanding half of it. Yeah, I will say that, uh, yeah, no, that. They broke into the place, smashed his windows and stuff, mm. and, you know, so, um, which is messed up. So it's totally messed uh, up. But back to that, the people I that have that given us shout outs. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. Reggie, 
I, I got to say, and I know I told Reggie this myself, but for those that know that we're now doing pressing of the books, when you would ask me to go to the store and get stuff, I was in the middle of Home Depot with YouTube open on Reggie's YouTube channel, watching his video to make sure that I grabbed all the right stuff because it was all right there because I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that these guys, man, a lot of legit people out there. And uh, with uh, Comic Tom, Comic Tom, when we were first researching about opening up a comic book mm -hmm. shop, one of the first videos I watched was uh, Comic Tom was interviewing um, uh, uh, the Mill Geeks guy. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about the ins and outs of a comic book shop. Yeah, I remember we and, watched that. And man, there hasn't been a single show that I've ever watched or documentary mm -hmm. or YouTube channel from a legit comic shop owner that hasn't said at least once, don't open up a shop. Right. No, none of them recommend you opening up a shop. And when I first heard that, I was like, oh, they're just trying to be dicks, trying to get people right. from jumping, you know, to be competition. No, they're not. It's it's rough because when you're dealing with uh, poor dis distribution chains, mm -hmm. it, the rest is history. You know, I think uh, we spend our time on the apology tour at the shop. You know, the, today was new comic book day and we spent all day uh, apologizing. Uh, apologizing for one thing or the other. But. Uh, the one thing I don't apologize for is dragging you into this and putting a <laughs> ring on that finger. So, uh, uh, origin stories, origin stories that, that Facebook messenger thumbs up. What, what does he say that you chicks can't say no to the thumbs up on Facebook messenger? Man, if you're going to slide into but some of these DMs, like, you better bank it worthwhile. I was like, well, we need to back this up just a little bit more because it sounds weird that you just sent me a thumbs up on Facebook Messenger and I just went out on a date with you. Like, that's not actually how we met. Totally we're, believable, but it's not the way we met. It is not. If we're, if we're backing this all the way up, if we're backing our train all the way up, I uh, was an emergency dispatcher in the Matsu Valley for a long time. And when you became a state trooper and you did your FTO in the Matsu Valley, Which and is when you were a detective, training. Yeah, it's oh the yeah, field sorry, training. field training. When you when you graduated from Trooper Academy, and were a brand new baby trooper in that in that uniform, you showed up, <laughs> and uh, I told you where to go and what to do, and you know, then ten years later after that, it wasn't ten years, was it? No. When did you? Yeah. It was almost ten years. That um, then, so we both were in different parts of our lives. And then in 2016, a mutual friend of ours said that you should ask me out on a date. And I was like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but she's like, I, I, I do actually, because I'm a dispatcher and that's what we do. And that's when you hit me with the thumbs up on Facebook Messenger. And... I thought it was just an old friend who I hadn't heard of, heard from in years, asking to go have a cup of coffee. Well, duh. It wasn't until I think the night before that I realized it was a date. And I went into like full-fledged panic mode because I hadn't been on a date in over 10 years. It had been almost 12 years since I'd been on a date. 
And to complicate things, I think I <laughs> I set us up at a restaurant that I didn't I didn't do any research. Nope. And the restaurant was closed that day. And if anyone has gotten to know us at all, let me let me tell you this. I showed up to this coffee shop slash restaurant early because that's what I do. And you were not on time. No. Which is of no surprise now that I know you. And I messaged you and I was like, yo, like this place super closed, like not even a little bit open, not going to open up in 10 minutes. Like it's closed for the whole weekend. And so I did a little bit of damage control and I said, well, meet me at this other coffee shop and let's, let's sit down. It was the end of January when we went out on this date. Yeah, I showed up at the shop and uh, I see you nervously on your phone texting like, I'm assuming like 20 of your friends. No, real talk. I was texting my girls at the dispatch center that if I sent them the right 10 code that they were going to call me. And I said, I need real tears to get me out of this because I don't know what I'm doing because I didn't know how to date because it had been Jesus. so long. So I was like, I, if <laughs> I send you the right plan. 10 code, this is my emergency out. So here's what's funny, though. We get done having coffee. We're now awkwardly sitting in this coffee shop still talking. And you asked me to go on a walk at the end of January in Alaska. It's not like it's the nicest weather ever. I don't remember it being that bad out, though. It wasn't that bad, but it definitely wasn't warm. But that's when the girls who I had said at dispatch, I was like, hey, like, make sure you check on me. They were, they kept texting me. They're like, Hey, are you all right? I was like, yo, worry about yourself. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. Yeah. We, and, uh, we actually, uh, we actually walked. We did. We walked for about an hour outside Yeah. in downtown Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. And you were such the gentleman. You always made sure that you were street side and I was on the inside. Hey man, I'm old school, man. In New York. Uh, I'm originally from Queens, man. New York, they used to teach you that uh, the street side was the hoe side. So unless you tried to sell your girl, you didn't have them on the street side. You always kept them on the uh, inner, uh, inside and you stood on the outside. I mean, I didn't know that until just now. So um, yeah, I appreciate that you kept me on the inside. That's a gentleman. <laughs> that, that's a gentleman. Word. That's reason number 1,000 why you married me. I mean, that was some gentleman stuff right there, and I didn't even know it until just now. Hey, see, see, we're learning something new every day. And mm-hmm. then, uh, fast forward, uh, I remember uh, we were at a chapter in our lives where it was time to move on from me wearing a uniform for mm-hmm. my entire adult life. Yeah, and I said, "Yo." I had just recovered from shoulder surgery. I was recovering from you shoulder surgery. You were recovering surgery. from shoulder surgery. And I had just come home from the store, actually. Yep. And I walked in the door and I full of bags. I had bags like I'm because I'm I'm that chick that will literally come in with eight thousand bags on each arm because I don't want to do more than one trip. That's me. And I walked in and I got all these bags and you turned and you looked at me and your shoulder was all still in its brace and everything, and you're sitting there and you said, Babe. I want to open a comic book shop. And I looked at you as serious as a heart attack. And I was like, 
don't you just want another Percocet? Like, <laughs> uh, how'd we get here? Like, what? <laughs> like, that doesn't even make sense from what we've been talking about. Now, mind you, Lou also had his shoulder surgery the day before the big earthquake in Alaska. And I remember the earthquake happens and you had gotten like no sleep that night, which meant I got no sleep that night and the earthquake, like everything's shaking and it's all bad. And you were in a, uh, electric recliner. So it's like use electricity to recline all the way out. Right. And the power got knocked out and I'm looking at you in this recliner and I'm like, how am I going to get this dude out of this recliner with this earthquake going on? Like, this is bad. I grew up in Alaska. I know little earthquakes to big earthquakes. There was nothing else I could do except kind of like lean on you and shield you from the window that you were next to. And I remember, and you were higher than a kite because it had only been like 16 hours since your surgery. And you looked at me and you were like, wow, you're like a ride or die wife, aren't you? Fast forward, we own a comic book shop. The answer to that question is yes. I don't know how you connected those <laughs> dots, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with it. But uh, I do, I, every day I am absolutely shocked that you still agree to this because this is like the craziest niche on earth to be a part of. And I absolutely adore you for being a part of this because this is I like. I learned a lot. And you I learned, didn't even you know what a daily. variant was. Yeah, variant covers. And, you know, we got our first variant cover. Mm-hmm. Our and- store exclusive. Yeah, we got all retailer variants. You know, you've got all these different things where you got to order different ones to get this one. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, you learned. I just figured you got online and and you were like, "I want A, B, and C." I just assumed, just like it is, like I'm on Amazon. Like, all right, I want this one, this one, and this one. Nope, that is not the case in the comic book world. Well, it's kind of cool though. You know, it's one of the things that we're constantly being reminded that Mm -hmm. our customers at the shop are learning with us. Absolutely. Like we're explaining to them about FOC, final order cutoff dates, and we're explaining to them about ratio variants. Hey, if you want that one and 50 variant, that means that the shop has to buy 50 of those for you to get that one. Right. And I think that especially with our shop, one of the things that I, I hope that puts us a cut above the rest is that we do take the time to explain that to people. It's not like, nah, man, no. It's like, hey, we want to be able to do this, but here's here's the minimum that we need to make to be able to make this happen so that we're not just, you know, that yes and no with no explanation. We want people to be a part of this as much as possible. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you get your... The percentage of rotten customers is so low. I mean, I, I can't really think of any like true rotten customers. Uh, it usually it just takes a little bit to explain to people, right. hey man, this is uh, shipping cost, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and if you live in Alaska and you have any common sense right. whatsoever, you understand, shipping, you understand shit shipping charges, and you understand, yeah, it takes forever to get things up here, and, which is yeah. why we had to change a lot of the scales of things that we had in regards to discounts and everything because of the world right now and what it's done to shipping, we have to pay for priority just to get stuff remotely close to time. And if, was it last week, you ended up having to drive in Tuesday, Wednesday morning Mm -hmm. 
to get, get the books. to get the books get after them. having to pay yet another on top of already paying priority another fee to get it to show up in time. Now, in Alaska Airlines defense on that one particular wasn't our our mail forwarder. It was a, a truck broke down or something like that, which delayed it. But to get books on Wednesday, we had to pay an additional again, priority, an additional fee. priority fee. Right. So that's... and then you had to try to drive in, and then in between everyone coming in, we had our staff trying to get you know pull orders set aside and all this other stuff. So it's there's definitely some challenges that you wouldn't think is a thing, but it is. You know, so there are days at the shop where I'm like, man. If we can get out of the new book business and just stay in the back issue bins business, there's just way less stress involved. There's way less stress, but now I'm invested in that Canto series, so I'm going to need you to always stay in that because that one shot messed it up for me. Now I need to know what happens. I really like that story. Yeah, I feel you, man. They, 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 They put out some good stuff. They put out some crap. They do, but those indies, I got it. Yeah. Okay. In my defense... Before we started this business, if it hadn't come out in a movie, I didn't know anything about it at all. Not even a little bit. And now, just in a year and a half, I'm understanding like you've got independence and you've got, you know, Marvel and now DC and now Marvel and DC already being kind of the high school rivalry or really high school rivalries because it's the different distributor. That it's really interesting to see all these different books and the different genres that they're, right. they're coming out with. And for me being so new to all of this, if you just took 20 minutes walking through the shop, I guarantee you're going to find something that's just that you wouldn't even understand is like awesome. Oh, it's true. It's absolutely true. The, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I really, I'm really excited about, you know, what Boom Studios is putting out and what, uh, uh, Image re-releasing, uh, Walking Dead in October, yep. uh, the same, uh, well, actually they're, they're doing some modifications to it. It's going to be all in color and oh, all, wow. yeah, so it's, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't realize that that book came out 16 years ago, 16 Seriously? years ago. Yeah. And, uh. Now they're re-releasing the entire series, and the the series is going to include uh uh, I it sounds like some new material, possibly some new artwork, but with the same storylines, which is going to be really cool because like you know those first twenty issues or whatever are going to be all key issues and everything else is going to be mm-hmm. like. Like you know what's supposed to happen, but but it's also it's gonna still, give you it's a gonna new be look. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a new look in some cases. So I'm liking that, man. I, I'm excited to see what they do. They could either screw it up or they could. It'll be the best thing they've ever done. So I'm I, I'm thinking it's gonna be the, uh, the latter. I think it's gonna be a. a it's going to be one of the best things they've ever done. Uh, people are feeling that, you know, because people right now they're filling they're filling that space with Marvel and zombies mm-hmm. and, and deceased. But that's it's still not the Walking Dead. It's not. And and I know that right now there's so much talk around like Batman and Punchline and Harley and and all of that needs its due. But I got to talk about one thing real quick. They got Bill and Ted out. Oh, God. 
Okay, for anyone that grew up in the 80s and 90s, you watched these movies. <laughs> like, I I can't help it. I'm excited about reading this book. Yeah, that... It's going to be ridiculous. I understand going into it that it's going to be ridiculous, but I just, I'm, I think it's too awesome not to. It's not in, uh, we haven't even seen the movie yet. We're going to have to see the movie now. I know. Too. I'm really excited about that, though. Yeah, that's going to be good, uh. But I'm sure a lot of people have already seen it and mm-hmm. because it sounds like uh, there's been no really negative reviews. As long as you know what you're getting into with them, the ridiculousness. Right. That the only negative review I saw was someone who didn't really understand kind of the the genre of the movie kind of being that outrageous, ridiculous, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And they were like, well, they should. And I was like, oh, the whole point of this is to kind of be ridiculous. Like, that's the point. You're, you're always going to have that one person. You know, you're always going to have the basement dweller that's going to be like, yo. The one Karen that's like, well, I think that they should have been more refined. Uh, it's, no, yeah. not with these guys. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, um, uh, that, the, the one, uh, what was, what was it? We only find them when they're dead. That, I, that's, a, that's a hit already. It's already yeah. a hit. Um, the other one, uh, cyber, t- uh, the cyberpunk, I think we only have three issues left in the shop. What was that when you were, I, I missed it. It's when based you guys off a ta- video game Oh, uh, with Keanu Reeves in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's based off, uh, or it, it's, it kind of, I, I think I, I, I forget if it's like the prequel to the game or whatever, but it's, oh. a it's, a link to the game. We have two books like that, mm-hmm. that are, uh, they're linked to the well. Actually, there's a lot of books nowadays that are linked to games. But those well, particular the free ones, comic book day today was Zelda. Yeah, you've got the Zelda. Yeah, the free comic book was Zelda. You've got Cyberpunk. You've got uh, that Horizons game, which is based off of a really cool video game. New Horizons, or no, it's no. a Horizon. And then you've got um, well, the all the Dungeons and Dragons titles mm-hmm. that are out right now that are actually pretty good. Um. Oh, die! That book's still uh, going strong, and I want to say that's a husband-wife team that write that book, and that's a dope-ass book. That one, yeah, I, that I one. have not read that one. They yet. have like the best covers. I mean, their covers have been fantastic. The problem is, is that every time I'm like, I'm going to read this one, we sell out, which is a good thing for yeah. a, a store to sell out of them. But it's one of those I need. I need to read those. Yo, speaking of which, for the listeners. Let me tell you something. If you're impressed by all these Marvel and DC covers, I promise you, your mind's going to get blown by some of these indie covers like Ascender. That is just uh, the Sea of Stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there are some badass covers out there that are just beautiful, just super yeah. creative covers that the cover art just... You can see them on the wall, and you immediate on yeah, our, you know, on like, our display. They stick, they stick out, so out much better. They stick out. You know, I'll put that up against any Thor cover, any Spider Man cover, all day long, twice mm-hmm. on Sunday, and from an art point, uh, from an artist's point of view, die. All of the die covers are awesome. Uh, Marked, which is uh, oh, that's yeah. uh, it's essentially like a school where the tattoos give the students powers that one's 
fantastic. I don't think right. I've seen a bad cover on that one either. Super creative covers. Well, and to bring it back, um, even just from a, a store owner perspective, working with the independent distributors for our first, you know, the Red Sonia Mars or Mars Attacks Red Sonia. Well, yeah, we had, a, it wasn't the distributor. It was the, uh, so we had it uh, with the publisher. So in that case, it was Dynamite sorry, Comics. Publisher, yeah. So, and then uh, what they do is, you know, the inside info on a, on the variant cover without violating any NDAs is once you, you agree to what it's going to cost, then you got to get out there and agree on the artwork. Mm-hmm. Then you have the artist, the inker, and the colorist. And for someone who's brand new to this, I did not realize that those were different people who have gigantically different jobs. Yeah. I would never in a million years have guessed that. Yeah. The, I was like an inker. If, I'm if like, isn't that a them, colorist? Like, isn't that the same thing? But I'm, you know, Palmer each Hyde, one, right. each one takes the original main cover artist pencil work and takes it to the next level. Right. But correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I wasn't as involved cause I was up at work, but the, like the inker and the colorist all have to check with the artist that it's like in line with what they want. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I just, yeah, I wanted to make sure effort. that that's the, the, oh, okay. the, if the, if any one of those steps fails, it always goes right back to the artist oh, okay. and the artist has to, uh, to like but, sign off on well well give their input and say no oh, that's not going to work okay and in this particular case uh these guys have all worked together several times mm-hmm. over the years so they they knew what the expectations were and man right. they killed it so in our case it was a uh, john royal who uh was our artist oh, amazing he's out of the uk nicest man and then we had uh jagdish kumar from uh uh, was I he think, India or Indonesia? I think India. Man, uh, uh, Jagdish, if you're listening, I apologize. Uh, I should know this. And then we had a uh, um, uh, dollhouse who did the uh, the mm-hmm. color. Uh, the, he was the colorist for it. And mm-hmm. all three of these guys. I mean, it was just uh, fantastic. When I but remember, you, you, it literally all three of them. If if one of them fails, the whole project yeah, fails. So. And that was the really cool thing was for me, because I was up at work, is you would send me the, you know, the proofs that we couldn't, there's only a few of them we could share. There was like the process of it, of them, you know, showing us, hey, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. Like, it was so exciting. And I think especially for us being such a new shop, quite honestly, we're in the first year and a half. We're not some age-old shop that's been here for 30 years. And in a year and a half, we've been able to produce, you know, a store exclusive, which to me, being very new to all of this, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. And uh, uh, that's thanks to you. That's to you supporting us doing this. And uh, big thanks to all the people before us who documented all this stuff and documented this process. In one way, shape, or form. And, of course, to the publishers, like, in this case, Dynamite, that gave us a shot. Yeah. Because they, they, they absolutely, you know, it's their property, right? They don't, they're taking a big chance with us touching their property and then uh, distributing it at any mm-hmm. point. We could have just 
ruined it for him. And yeah. I think that it came out really well. I think people were really happy with that cover. Speaking of which, we have we have plenty of uh, copies left. Uh, mm-hmm. It's limited to 500. We have yep. uh, probably just under 400 available right now. Oh, I thought yeah. it was less than that. It could be. It I could want, be. I, I thought we were around the the two fifty to three hundred range because oh, yeah. when I was looking at the because when I was looking at the racks today there was ours and then there was a couple of the other different covers. So oh, yeah, it yeah. looks so, like yeah. it's a little deceiving, but yeah, I think we have about two fifty left. So it's one yeah. of those as an exclusive, yeah, you know. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's not something that we're able to get. Yeah, again. we can't. Yeah, I can't get that reprinted again. Right. So we can't. So. But it's cool though, because uh, now we also have that uh, <laughs> with our little uh, uh, joke we put out the other day. Uh, <laughs> bla- uh, if you use promo code "blame it on Deadpool," uh, blame, blame Dead- Deadpool. Blame Deadpool. Excuse me. Blame Deadpool. Don't get Just this wrong. You're going to get all together. All again. one word. Blame Deadpool. You use that promo code. That'll get you fifteen percent off of. Any purchase on our website, yep. any web purchase, exclusive. yeah. So that's a web exclusive. Blame Deadpool, all one if, word, if and you, you will get fifteen percent off the videos that we did. I highly encourage you to watch because I haven't laughed that hard in a while, and oh, it was God. worth it. Hashtag worth it. Hashtag oh, best birthday ever. God. Hashtag you learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, the stuff that I agreed to. But uh, I thought it was hilarious. Don't act like it wasn't. <laughs> that was so good. Well, thank you, Kevin and Shauna, for making that oh, gosh. Uh, special. Oh, Lord. Uh, it was so that good. That video, not the events that led to the video. That'd be awkward. No, it was, <laughs> it was special. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, the... Uh, uh, it's still fun. When this stops being fun, we're out. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. The moment this stuff stops being fun, the moment Diamond finally puts a, a nail in our coffin, then maybe we'll dip. But until then. Yeah. Once I'm know, done talking to them, they might be like, oh, we're mad at you because <laughs> I mommy voiced them. <laughs> yeah. the uh, I will tell you that. Uh, it's our customers that keep this going, our Patreon that keep this going. I say that. Um, you know, from the second we opened, now look, up until May of 2019, I didn't know a darn thing about comic books. And you told me, you were like, it's my field of dreams, babe. If we open it, people are going to show up. And not only have people shown up, they have become part of our circle. Yeah. And I couldn't be more ecstatic and more thankful and more blessed with the fact that we've gotten to know just some of the most amazing people. And on top of that, like we're your 50th birthday, for example, like talk about giving me a really good theme to be able to throw your party, you know, comic book related. But we had people from the shop that wanted to contribute to your birthday. Like that's that's pretty awesome. You don't see people at Fred Myers doing that. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. The uh, and like I can name all of our first customers mm-hmm. and how we met them, and uh, a lot of them I even know what their first purchases were. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, and so it's uh, definitely a family feel. I don't think that there's many businesses like this. As much as we complain about. And you know, to be quite honest, the only thing we 
our only complaint is the our supplier of these books because right. they the, make it difficult. Yeah, they make it difficult. Operate. They make it uh, diff, uh, they do um, make it tough on our relationship sometimes, or they strain our relationship with our customers because. And the how comic many times book can shop, you say sorry? Yeah, how many times can you say sorry? And it's because of that. Because mm-hmm. we establish such personal relationships, it hurts at us. The like shop. it physically hurts when yeah. I have to tell someone I'm so sorry. Either a, your books haven't shown up yet, and they should have, or b, look, they showed up, but you're not going to want to buy these. Well, like that 1920s fruit stand or whatever, <sighs> where everybody knew each other's name. Or yeah, we're, like, we're cheers. cheers. We're cheers, yo. We are cheers. cheers. We. Very rarely do we, we not shot, know we your, name. Out your name. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're Norm and everyone that comes in. Norm! You know, like people that come in. I mean, even yeah. today, we had a new guy come in today. And we all sat around. And, what We talked to that guy for like 10 minutes. Just random stuff. It was, uh, oh, I can't he was a, the title. Uh, But he was a tattoo artist. Tattoo and he artist. was looking for, oh, uh, you found the death blow. Yes, death blow. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I know I've seen these. And I was able to find them in our back issues. But that was the thing. Which like, is crazy. My non-comic book background wife was able to find a book that this guy was looking for. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you yeah. know, but I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted this podcast to be a little bit different. I wanted people to understand that we are a family. Like, this is a husband and wife team. And quite honestly, Kevin and Shauna are our kids now. And that's just the way it is. A, beyond our other three children. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we, we take this very personally. We take making sure people having a good experience and a good time and getting what they want for a fair price for both us and them so that we can all walk away being happy. That's, that's what I wanted us to concentrate on. I want you guys to understand for those that don't get to talk to us all the time, like here's a little bit into our life, like how we came to be. That's why I wanted us to do this episode a little different. Yeah, and I think uh, it's a good way to do things with, uh, as we continue to have guests and just mm-hmm. continue to uh, uh, let our hair down. What what hair I have. Wait. He doesn't have much. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, not yeah. on your head. Oh, God. Well, oh, yeah, my beard. Yeah, you got your beard. Yeah, we're keeping the G here. We're keeping yeah. the G. Right. <laughs> but, um, man, uh, we really appreciate you guys, you guys tuning into this craziness. Uh, we, uh, we look forward to more episodes. You know, and speaking of episodes, if there's questions you guys have for us or you're curious about things, put those in the comments. Let us know. If you don't want to put them in the comments, slide into our dms you yeah. know and let us we'll, know what you we'll, want to see we will answer about. appropriately yeah. if they're not appropriate we're not gonna answer them you know well. we, we we started it wasn't clickbait we really did start off with uh how to sell comic books in alaska was kind of the theme yeah and we're more than happy to answer questions about that yeah. uh, and, and to give you guys the honest the yeah. honest answer of it's not just like, oh, we're getting all these books and we're some comic mafia in Alaska, you know, like taking y'all. No, that's literally it's me going, oh, I really wish we could give a bigger deal, but we can't because we just have lost so much money in shipping or this, that and the other. We only got one book when we should have got 50, 
you know, it's, it's really getting you guys to understand there's more than what meets the eye with for, all of it. For my, uh, Marines out there that remembered fast roping and the casualty matrix, comic shops have a casualty matrix oh, for when they're receiving their books from diamond. It's ridiculous. Like you, so we have a little casualty matrix of, all right, we can assume at this point that 10 to 20% of our shipment's going to be damaged in one way, shape, or another. And but that's cool why we got. That. Yeah, yeah. And, and Diamond's definitely cool with it. So we have to do things like uh, we bought those uh, shirt presses that are used to press comic books. And we had to learn. Shout out Reggie Collects, man. You helped us learn a lot about that because we. Let me tell you, I didn't know anything about it. And because of the videos that he did and that he shared, and that's one of the things that's really cool about this comic book community that I've really come to just love nine times, nah, not even nine, 9.9 times out of 10, everyone is willing to help each other out. Yep. Someone might have a, a nugget of information about this, or someone might be able to, Hey, you know what? I've got this book at home. I can give you this one. It's going to complete your series or whatever the case may be. I have seen so much good comic karma at our yeah. shop that any of the bad, any of the people who are bummed out or disappointed or upset that we can't give them a certain price on something, all the good comic karma makes up for that other stuff. Well, with that being said, we'll wrap this one up. I do want to give some shout outs again for people that have been inspiring us to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, you got uh, uh, Lords of the Long Box. You've got Three Men in the Basement. Reggie Collects. Yeah, even Comic Tom, man. Even you know, uh, uh, give us some love. Yeah, give us some love, Comic Tom. Man. Give it. us some love, bro. You don't want to come up with Alaskans. I'm like, a fellow Boricua, man. You better come, come with it, bro. But uh, Brohemoth. Uh, nah, 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 I ain't going that far. Nah, nah. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, shout outs to uh, Tony from EGS, uh, Asian Funk out there uh, with his YouTube channel, man. I I, I wish him the best. Uh, he's he's been killing it with interviews. Mm -hmm. And Mikey Sutton just started a. Uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, his first video, I think, came out today. The geek geekosity, geekosity, and uh, uh, sub up on his channel, man. Show him some love. That guy. If you're talking about those long term specs between him, Lords of Longbox, Three Men right. in the Basement, you're gonna get your intel, man. Because uh, I will say this, man. A friend of mine told me this, and it is true. If you're hearing it from them, a lot of times it might be too late. So mm -hmm. make sure that you're paying attention to the news out there, watching what's going on, because it does affect the value of these books, which is awesome. It makes it fun. It makes it oh, does. It's Wall Street, baby, with, with panels. It is. And there's one more shout out that we need to give that we haven't done in a while. And I don't know why he just came into my head. But Jamie with SoCal Comics, man. Oh, dude, dude our mentor, our this godfather, whole thing. like legit, he got like a ring that we're going to walk up to and be like, oh, you know, like this dude, not only is he always available to answer stuff for us, 
he showed us the ins and the out and and your boy from the Coast Guard, his son worked for him. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, he, he was like, that's a whole other, yeah. It's a whole yeah. different story, but yeah. yeah but uh, like, just thanks, how Jamie. awesome, Jamie. Uh, J- like, uh, Jamie Newball, SoCal Comics. If you guys are in the San Diego area, you got to check out his shop. Go to SoCal Comics. That's the real shop down there. Yeah. I know there's other shops in Southern California. SoCal Comics, baby. So yeah. Cal Comics. That's all. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. And uh, I had I had to mention yeah. on that one. So, well, with that being said, you guys have an awesome rest of your week, and we will see you next time. We will like and share this with all your people. All right. Take care. You just listened to the Ages Comics of Alaska's podcast. Don't forget, new episodes drop every week. For more info about Alaska's comic book shop, visit www.agescomicsalaska.com.